Uh, you know what? I'm just I, I, so heated because of what, what you're telling me because I, I do not want to live in a world <laughs> in a world where a craft dinner is the fucking substitute to a good macaroni. You're putting powder. No, no, no. Mac, macaroni, as you call it, is a substitute for KD. God. <laughs> oh, my God. Go to... Go to Italy. If you ask, if you ask any Canadian, would they rather have macaroni or KD? They will tell you KD is the best. It is superior. It is the fucking national treasure, and it is the greatest dish in Canada. I'm Mason Dixon, a Habs fan stuck in Leafs country. With my co-host, Corey, a southern beauty trapped deep in the bayous of Louisiana. With over 2,500 kilometers of separation, we still managed to come together to give you Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. While I don't know what a kilometer is, I do know Habs hockey. Don't let the 10-year age gap or distance fool you. We bleed Blue Blanc Rouge, and we're known to serve up hot takes along with our unique charm. Join us every Monday and Thursday for Hockey Talk, Ref Rage, and your daily dose of Southern ignorance. Only on the Hockey Podcast Network. Katie is the superior macaroni and cheese. Get the fuck out of here. You put Um, ketchup on your fucking macaroni, you nasty kid? Yes, I fucking do. This has been Habs Nightly. You guys have a great night. You've heard us talk about DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports, and how payday can come every day by entering their contest with huge cash prizes up for grabs. This week is jam-packed with jam-packed with action, ranging from basketball to golf, and DraftKings has plenty of ways for you to have a front-row seat to all the action. Making a lineup, make a lineup on DraftKings has excitement every night and is simple to do. Draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every moment means more with the DraftKings lineup on the line. It's simple. Each player has a salary associated with drafting them. Assemble a lineup of players while staying under the salary cap. Sit back and watch the points pile up. DraftKings has paid over $7 billion to users across all sports. DraftKings is the leader in daily fantasy sports, so there is no better place to get in on all the action. Now, all you... Now, all you need to do to play is download the DraftKings app and sign up using the promo code THPN. New users will get a free entry with their first deposit. That's code THPN to get a free entry with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Again, promo code THPN. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details.
Hello LA Kings fans and hockey fans and welcome to episode 23 of season 2 of the Kings and as always presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host Jordy Cunningham. Thank you so much for joining us here for episode 23 of season 2 of the Kings Den. We have a ton of stuff to talk about with your LA Kings as they have won four straight games, points in the last five, winners of four straight great times in LA right now for the Kings as they're playing the best hockey that they have this season. It has been awesome to see. Like we talked about last episode, big win. They had the big win against Minnesota, 4-0. Before that, they had the big win against uh, San Jose, 6-2. But now they keep the winning streak going. That's up to four straight after a 3-2 shootout win against the Arizona Coyotes and a 4-2 win last night against the Arizona Coyotes as well. Just great times in LA and a great start to the road trip as well. Tough, both tough games against Arizona, but to come out with four points, it's huge. I said it'd be, what did I say? I, I said it would be a successful road trip if you get six points on this road trip. Right now, as we sit here at 12:19 on Sunday afternoon, your LA Kings, winners of four straight, currently fourth in the division. Currently fourth in the division, currently in a playoff spot in the North Division. Are the playoffs capable? We'll get into that and more. But your LA Kings are back about 500 after the after four straight wins. They are 7-6-3 on the year right now with a plus three goal differential. But just great times in LA right now. We are going to break down these two games against the Arizona Coyotes right now. Again, let's start. We'll start with Thursday night. Huge 3-2 win for the team against the Arizona Coyotes. Great start. For the LA Kings. Great start. Up 2-0 early in this game. And what have we talked about a lot? It's been the consistency of this team. It has just been one line. It's been all four lines rolling. It's been the defense rolling. And it's been great goaltending as well. Cal Peters and Jonathan Quick. They've both been great. For the majority of this game, the team played great. They played just the way that they have been playing. Again, quick start in this game for the LA Kings. As Dustin Brown got the got the party started early. His team leading 8th. Of the season from Kopitar and I follow. Bit of a strange play. Coyotes kind of broken down as they had all five Coyotes on one side of the ice. I follow made a good play to get it to Kopitar, who found Brown streaking to the net, who uses patience to get it past Darcy Kemper. That made it one to nothing. Like I said, Dustin Brown's eighth of the year, team leading eighth of the year. And then later on in the first period, uh, Jeff Carter gets his third of the year. A great play by Velarde on this one. Velarde is playing so confident. We're going to talk about him a lot for such a young guy. He got it to Doughty. Doughty made a nice play to be patient. He got got it to Carter, who jammed it past Darcy Kemper. Kemper actually couldn't find it. Kempe was jamming away at it, but Kemper actually knocked it in himself with his own pad. This one went to went to review, and it counted. It was a good goal. That made it 2-0 for the LA Kings after the first period. Nice to see Jeff Carter get one after a while. By the way, why the hell did he cut those luscious locks off? He had that great flow going. He cut it off. <laughs> Devastated about that one just on the side there. I, I can't believe he cut the hair off. But anyways, it is what it is. Then you go to the second period. Uh, Coyotes, better, uh, great response in this period. Like I said, the Kings played great in this game except for the first six minutes or so of the second period. That's just a minute into the second period. Garland gets his seventh of the season for the Coyotes on a deflection. That made it... 2-1 to one at the time. A nice deflection to get it past 
Jonathan Quick. That made it 2-1 to one at the time. And then just a few minutes later, the Coyotes tied the game at 2 with a goal by Phil Kessel. Just as Jeff Carter's penalty expired, a bit of a scramble in front of that. It came to Kessel, who got it past Jonathan Quick. And that made it 2-2. Two to two. And that's what it was after the second period. And that's how it would stay after the third period. As, well, no goals in the third period. Went to overtime. No goals in overtime. So we go to the shootout for the LA Kings. And they earn their first extra time victory of the season with the shootout win. First round, uh, Schmaltz scores for the Coyotes. Grundstrom gets stopped. For the Kings, uh, Garland misses the net in the second round. Kopitar scores on the backhand in the second round for the Kings. Uh, third round, they exchange goals. Dvorak for the Coyotes. Kempe for the Kings. And then in the fourth round, extra round, Keller misses the net. And Gabe Velarde scores the winner in the shootout. That gives LA Kings the 3-2 win over the Arizona Coyotes in this game last Thursday night. Gabe Velarde was named the first star of this game. Dustin Brown was named the second star of this game. And Jeff Carter was named the third star of this game. And like this, like I said, the team had a great game in this game. The Kings played great. Velarde, like I said, the first star shootout winner. Had an assist. Plus one. Playing just over 16 minutes. Had an impact in the faceoff circle as well. He played great. Also, the... The line that we talked about it that we've been talking about for a while, the more Anderson Dolan Grundstrom line, they played well as well. Yeah, they didn't combine for any points in this game, but you know, they had another good game. And again, just playing well. It's been a whole team effort lately, and it's really been great to see. The faceoffs were 50 50 in this game. Uh, the LA Kings outshot the Cody's 29 to 22 in this game. Uh, the Cody's actually had more shots in overtime, they outshot the Kings 4 to 1. And overtime, the, like the Kings quick start, like I said, in this game, 14 shots in the first period. Both teams went 0 for 3 on the power play in this game. The Cody is more physical team in this first game. 31 hits to the Kings, 18. But, you know, Jonathan Quick, solid in this game, gets the Kings the win. 20 saves, just was great in this game, great in the shootout as well. And that was the win for your LA Kings. So that extended the winning streak to three games, making it. Uh, with that win going into Saturday night, three straight wins. Uh, and then there was a bit, of, a few lineup changes going into Saturday night, a few unfortunate ones. Actually, before even that, before even that, let's hear about what the team had to say about the game, about the three-two win. First of all, against the Arizona Coyotes on Thursday, and just head coach Thomas Tullen, Todd McClellan talking about the uh, getting three straight wins and. Uh, just some consistency. I said consistency with the Lions. I think getting some established defensemen back, Matt Roy, just makes a huge difference back there. Not that the group that we had in uh, throughout the injuries weren't capable of it, but he just stabilized this thing so much back there. It makes things a little deeper. That's so true. Matt Roy, he has been great since being back in the lineup. He is one of the most underrated defensemen in the, in the league, in my opinion. Like He's so solid back there. He's playing well. He's contributing, and it's so nice to have him back in the lineup for this LA Kings team. And then just talking about uh, just talking about the 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 way the Kings have been playing lately, head coach Tom Holland said, "I thought we did a good job against a team that, in my opinion, is one of the most tenacious when it comes to the forecheck and their ability to sustain offensive zone time. We did a pretty good job for them for most of the game. We got sloppy for a six seven minute span. You're never going to be perfect. They're going to play in, in your end at some point. We're going to have breakdowns." That's what we have goaltenders for. And Quickie made some real good saves that we need we, when we needed them. For the most part, I thought it was the type of game our team needs to play to win. And that's a good sign that we understand that. So 
again, the team's just playing well. Well, right now they're doing everything right, and it's just it's awesome to see. And you're seeing more consistency. That's the big thing with this LA Kings is consistency because that's one of the things that they've lacked the most over the last couple of years is consistency. But they're playing more consistent and they're scoring goals, and that's what you got to do to win. And that's why it's been so much fun watching the LA Kings lately. It's kind of reminding me watching this team right now is kind of reminding me of the end of the season last year before COVID hit when your LA Kings won seven straight games. That's what it's reminding me of. The team's playing loose. They're having fun right now, and it's just so much fun to see. And we're talking about uh, Velarde. We're going to talk to him a lot about him a lot more, but just what head coach Tom McClellan said about him after the great game he had on Thursday night. He said, his offense will come. I'm not worried about that one bit. He makes a lot of smart plays. He's got a lot of deception in his game. He sets people up. We've got to let this guy breathe a little bit offensively. When I look... When I looked at his 10-game stint at the end of last season, he's almost a point-per-game guy. That's great. He's going to get his 60, 60 points, 20 goals for us. It's a hard, hard league offensively. We're going to establish a complete game with him. Face-offs, defensive responsibilities, ability to check the other team's top players. He's taking that all in and working really hard at that part of his game. I don't think the offense is ever going to be diminished because of those things. I think it's going to open up as time goes on. He's doing the same things he did last year when he puts points up all the time. In fact, I think he's doing them better right now. It's just not going in as quite much and going in as quite that much, and that's fine. We're we're okay without it right now. Just keep working on your game and become an overall better player. And you are really seeing that not just flirty, but with a bunch of the young guys as well. They're becoming overall players, and we know how offensively skilled Velarde is. We know that. But to see the success he's having offensively and defensively right now, it's awesome to see. And he's one of those guys that he's a cornerstone piece for this team. He's just going to be more and more of a leader on this team as he keeps playing and get and keeps going on. And you know what? No, I'm going to wait for the for after we go over the next game because he had a huge impact in the next game as well. But there is some thought to Velarde that the league should be taking notice on. But then you go to uh but then you go to Saturday night, LA Kings trying to extend the winning streak to four games. They do, but they had a few line changes in this game and a few things that, you know, I'm happy about. First, uh, but also sad, like we talked about the line that's been so good lately is the Grundstrom, Anderson, Dolan, Trevor Moore line. Unfortunately, during the third, late in the third period of the game against uh, Arizona on Thursday night, Jared Anderson, Dolan suffered a lower body in, body injury. We hope it's nothing serious. We don't really have any specifics, but he was not able to go against uh, Arizona on Saturday night, so he was out of, out of the lineup. So Lazat moved up to take his spot. So Lazat centered Grundstrom and Moore. Meanwhile, Amadio got back in the lineup on Saturday night and welcome back Andres Athanasio as he was back in the lineup. But the line of Velarde, Kempe, and Carter have been playing have been playing pretty well. Kempe's kind of been checked out a little bit the last couple of games, which has been shitty to see. But uh, just to get Athens to see his legs back a little bit, he played on the fourth line with Amadio and Wagner in this game. A couple lineup notes before going into uh, other roster notes before going into Saturday night as well. Athens to back in. Uh, Marty Furk got put back on the got placed back on the injured injured reserve. Obviously, they tried to bring him back too quick, and he got hurt in those games against the Vegas Golden Knights at, at the start of the month. And it's obviously too much to. They needed. Uh, a roster spot and his injury is obviously going to keep him out longer so he is put on the IR and with that 
let the kids play. Rasmus Kupari has been called up. He's on the taxi squad right now, and I hope we get a chance to see him make his NHL debut here very soon. Maybe in St. Louis coming up. Hopefully, we get to see that. Again, you got to let the kids play like the Anderson Dolan Grunstrom more line. It's been awesome to see. I'd like to see Elias Anderson in the lineup a little more. He hasn't played for a little bit now. But, like, we've seen Kaliev get his get a game in the NHL this season. We're seeing Bourne Foot in the lineup every night. Same with Mikey Anderson, obviously. we got to let the kids play, and I think Rasmus Kapari is going to get his chance to get in the lineup during the course of this road trip. Again, they still have four games in this road trip. I think Rasmus Kapari could get a chance to make his NHL debut during this road trip. But he didn't on Saturday night as your LA Kings went into the game. Like I said, no Anderson Dolan, but Athanasiu back in the lineup. Amadio back in the lineup. And... Like I said, LA Kings come out with another win. They've won four straight games. Awesome, awesome, awesome to see. Another big win, this time 4-2 over the Arizona Coyotes. Another big, big win. Came out well again. They came out playing well again. It was actually scoreless after the first period in this game, which I couldn't tell you the last time the Kings have played a game where it was scoreless in the first period. Uh... Your LA Kings uh, got outshot in the first period, 9-6 to by the Coyotes, but they kept solid, didn't play a bad period. It was 0-0 after the first, just one of those things. But then you get to the second period, just under five minutes into the second period, Alex Iafalo, his fourth of the season, on the power play from Kempe and Kopitar. That made it 1-0 to early uh, early in the second period. But then a few minutes later, Broussard, his, he scores his second of the year on the power play. That made it 1-1. As the Coyotes responded, right back, back-to-back power play goals. You know, it was funny. On Thursday night, both teams went 0-3 on the power play. But then going to this game, and special teams was all that really mattered, it seemed, in this game on Saturday night. As you go to the second period, uh, Kings take advantage of a turnover. And Trevor Moore gets his second of the year shorthanded. A second in three games, I believe. Shorthanded from Mikey Anderson and Drew Doughty. Uh, just a great play as... It kind of turned into a two-on-one. Cody's did a good job to get back. Anderson gets it over. It actually hits a stick perfectly to slow it down for Trevor Moore. Darcy Kemper was down. Moore put it in the back of the net. That made it 2-1 to one at the time. Uh, that was early in the third period as well. Just 52 seconds into the third period. So talk about getting a good start for the, a third period in the final 20 minutes of the game. Uh, period goes on back and forth a few minutes Later on the power play, Kessel scores his sixth of the year, six, second in as many games. That made it 2-2 two to two at the time. But then a few minutes later, again, it was a tough goal as well. I think it went off a stick. It went past Cal Peterson. That made it 2-2 to a, two to two at the time. But again, other than that, Peterson was good in this game. 22 saves in the win. But Kessel makes it 2-2. Two to two. But then a few minutes later, great rush by Gabe Velarde. Takes his time. Rips it past Darcy Kemper. That made it 3-2. And like we talked about, Gabe Velarde, man, that offensive game, we're going to see it. We're going to keep seeing it with him. It's just going to keep getting better. The assists to Carter and Doughty on the goal. Doughty was just a beast in this game once again. We're going to talk about him pretty soon here as well because he's been unbelievable. But Velarde, his fourth of the season on a great snapshot, great wrist shot past Darcy Kemper. That made it 3-2. Gets down to the to the final minutes uh coyotes are battling the refs missed a couple calls i saw richie of the Corey and richie show here on the hockey podcast network not happy with the refs in this game but eventually 13 seconds left i follow from his own uh 
face-off circles in his own end, scores his second of the game, fifth of the season, on the empty net. That made it 4-2, to and that put the game away as your LA Kings came out with the 4-2 to win over the Arizona Coyotes. I follow. He had a great game in this game, first start of the game. Like I said, two goals. He played great in this game. Phil Kessel, he had a great game. He was the second star of this game. And Drew Doughty, the third star in this game, he had a great game as well. Doughty, two assists in this game, I believe. Just, yeah, two assists plus two. He did at one of the goals. One of the power play goals was because of him in the box. He also had four shots on net, four hits, two blocks, <laughs> over 23 minutes of ice time. He was great in the same. That's a light night for him, Over twenty three, just over 23 minutes of ice time. That's a light night for Drew Doughty. But, you know, team played well once, once again. Uh, just another great effort. Like I said, the biggest change in this game, the face-off circle. LA Kings over 64% in the face-off circle in this game. Penalty killing wasn't as good as Arizona as Arizona went 2 for 4 on the power play. LA Kings went 1 for 3 on the power play. But you know, hey, shorthanded goal as well. Trevor Moore, his goal was shorthanded. you got to have those as well. Goals like that are huge, and that's awesome to see as well. But a bit more physical in this game. Coyote still had more hits, but it was more physical in this game. 32 hits to 26. Uh the thing that was huge for the for the Kings in this game, 26 blocks. The Coyotes were doing everything to get shots on Cal Peterson, but the LA Kings, 23 blocks. The def- Look at the defense. Roy had two. Mata had two. Doughty had two. Kopitar had two. Tobias Bornfoot, five block shots from the rookie. That's Seeing something like that is awesome to see. Five block shots for Tobias Bornfoot. you got to do what you can, especially as a defenseman, to get in front of the puck and it was just great to see so again four straight wins for your LA Kings now points in their last five as the game before the uh four game winning streak was the shootout loss or overtime loss against the San Jose Sharks but points in five straight four straight wins for your LA Kings and just quickly as you know I like to do just some reaction from the players and coaches in the 4-2 win against the Coyotes just uh, Alex I follow after the game, just talking about uh, the way the team played defensively. He said, defense has been a hu- was a huge part in that win. The last couple shifts, everyone was putting their body on the line, and that's what we needed. Again, example, all the blocks that the Kings had in this game. Toby Bornfoot with five, just a great effort. And then just on the team's ability to shut down the Coyotes late, he said, we've been working on it, just trying to get in quick quick out of the middle on the defense, trying to take shots in six way. I feel like everyone was doing that and communicating in that way. So again, the seeing a shutdown from the LA Kings is so nice and not seeing a late game letdown, that was just so great to see. And it's just part of how much better this team is playing. And then just on how much, how well the power play has been working lately and on I'll follow's own goal tonight on the power play, he said, we've been trying to work on, on attacking off the rush too. If we have an opportunity to attack, we make sure... Uh, we got a good chance out of it. We had a couple of breakout plays. Juice made made a nice play to me, and I just had to shoot. So again, like uh, not much high follows goal. Just ripped it past Darcy Kemper for the power play goal, and then just on the mood of the group uh, right now, he said everyone's having a great time, and as long as we put put the work on the ice here, it's definitely fun off the ice. The win helps that, and the win ha- helps that for sure. So yeah, everything goes well when you're winning four straight games, and. Alex Kings are playing loose. They're playing fun right now. That's what happens when you're winning four straight games. And now, just on uh, head coach Sean McClellan, just on the special teams, I talked about it, how there was no real special teams on Thursday night, and then they were, came alive on 
uh, Saturday night, he said it was huge, obviously, because we gave up two on the power play. At the end of the day, all of the special teams goals cancel each other out. It was the five on five goal that made the difference. Power play did a did a good enough job tonight to score a goal. It was off a rush, which we haven't had many like that. The penalty kill, I thought we overworked ourselves with a couple of penalties we didn't need to take, but we did take them. The last one, we've got a young D-man with a puck on the tape, and it didn't go his way. He waited too long to make a play. That's all part of learning. The fact that we came, that we were able to score one power play goal and a shorty makes a huge difference for our group. And again, so true. That's what happens. And again, there are a bunch of young guys that are learning as well for like on this LA Kings team and it's just great to see that you do a good job of canceling things out and that's what the just like head coach Tom Holland pointed out and the LA Kings did a great job of that on Saturday night and then just talking about the momentum of this team right now over keeping the momentum game to game over this four game win streak he said yeah and we've been able to insert different players into different roles because of injuries or whatever and these guys seem to step up it was a four-line game again for the most part of the night everyone contributed and all six defensemen played well and were effective there's a that's always a good thing you gain confidence with wins and you lose confidence when you lose games having a bit of swagger without arrogance is always a good thing for a hockey club and that's how the la kings are playing right now man like, they're playing well, they're playing confident, and they do have a little swagger to them, and it's fun to see. And then, Drew out has been a beast, like we've talked about. He had another great game, and he had, like I said, he had a lighter night on Saturday night, 23 minutes of ice time, but just head coach Tom McClellan on what he's seen so far. Is 30 minutes a night, we appreciate Drew, Drew's abilities. He's really had an outstanding season so far in my mind, both offensively and defensively, leadership-wise. Everything about his game right now is in a good spot. Not only has he been able to take care of himself on the ice, but he's been able to manage playing with a young defenseman for a lot of the season right now, and he's making him a better player. So again, of course, he was playing with Anderson a lot, Mikey Anderson, and it's been awesome to see the growth between the two of them together. And then just talking about uh, going to St. Louis and facing a team that's tops in the division that they have played this season he said you know i haven't even thought that far ahead yet but it's a good point it's a good point to make our pre-scouts for those games against arizona were were obviously st louis they play they've played seven in a row and they were close tight checking games both teams played well in them if anything it helps us because we watched them play we've played two games against st louis already they were hard heavy games they're gonna they're gonna be that way again perhaps the answer to your question is yes it will help us because again before these two games against arizona what head coach Hall Matalano was referring to there was St. Louis and Arizona played seven straight against each other. So there's some familiarity there and the LA Kings are ready to take on the St. Louis Blues here on Monday and Wednesday. So now we got to say, can the LA Kings make the playoffs? We're about a quarter of the way through the season. A bunch of teams in the North division have to make up games, but your LA Kings are currently in a playoff spot. They're currently fourth in the division back about 500 at seven, six and three. They're actually tied with Arizona in points, but have one more, uh, but the uh, Arizona Coyotes have lost one more game than the Kings. Could the Kings make the playoffs? Look at there's again, Minnesota's only played 14 games. Colorado's only played 14 games because they've had the COVID going through their, them a little bit. Nice to see them playing uh, again, but er, the Kings are, have 17 points right now. There are two huge games against the Blues coming up, and the Blues have injury problems out the yin-yang right now. It seems like everyone's hurt. But L- the St. Louis leads the division with only 22 points. Vegas has 21, Colorado has 19, and Arizona has, or, uh, LA has 17. 
Arizona has 17 as well, but the LA Kings are in the playoff spot right now. Again, just 16 games played. There's still, what is it, 40 to go. Still 40 games to go. But a lot of hockey to be played. But can your LA Kings make the playoffs? Again, you're going to expect more out of Minnesota because they still have a lot to play. But there's a chance. If the LA Kings keep playing the way they do, there is definitely a chance. Definitely a chance. And there's a couple things. The LA Kings need to have some needs have some respect put on their name. And especially some of the players on the on the team as well. Let's just go over this quickly again. Once once again. Your LA Kings in a playoff spot right now. Anze Kopitar far and away leads the division in points. He's actually tied for 8th in the league in points with 21. What is it? 4 goals and 17 assists in 16 games. 21 points. Far and away leads the North Division in points. I believe the next closest is Perron with 19. So not far and away, but he's leading the division in points. It seems like no one in the NHL is talking about it. It seems like no one in the NHL is talking about it. And there's some other things to consider. Look at points by defensemen. Look at points by a defenseman. You know who's tied for third in points by defenseman? Drew Doughty. Drew Doughty has 15 points on the season. He's tied for third in defense. The next closest in the uh, in the division is Tory Krug of the Blues. And I believe he only has 11. I believe there's three of them tied at 11. Dustin Brown... Or, Drew Doughty, four goals, 11 assists, and 16 games. He's just under a point-a-game player right now. Oh, and by the way, he's second in the league with twenty-six with averaging 26 minutes and 29 seconds of ice time every single night. That's crazy. He has a four-point... He's tied with Victor Hedman and Jeff Petrie in points by defenseman with 15. The next closest in his division, in his division, are Tori Krug, Jacob Chetrin. And uh, Shea Theodore. They all have 11. We said... Drew Doughty said it was going to be comeback season for him. And he's definitely making that point. He is definitely making that point with his 15 points leading the division in points. And now, we've talked about Gabe Velarde a lot in this episode. He... His name's in the Calder Hunt. I don't care what you say. His name is in the Calder Hunt. He's currently eighth. He's just he's currently eighth in the league with seven points by rookies. Eighth in rookie scoring with seven points. Four goals, three assists. He actually He's fourth in goals with the four goals. Jared Anderson Dolan is right behind him with three goals, actually. But Gabe Velarde, he deserves some Calder credit. Like I just said. Eighth in rookie scoring. He deserves some Calder votes right now. The way he is playing, and we just talked about it. Head coach Tom McClellan said it. The all-around game that he has going, it's not just an offensive game for him. It's his all-around game. Gabe Flaherty's playing really, really well. And he's he should definitely be in consideration for the Calder right now. I know it's early, but there's still a lot, a lot to happen. And there's a lot that we got to talk about. This season's going quick, quick, quick. And we there's a lot that can happen. But you know... It's just, it's something that could happen, you know? 
it's something that we have to be aware of. So we have to monitor because the Salt Lake Kings team is playing well, and you gotta like credit's gotta be due. And I know it seems like in this, <laughs> like especially you guys know me. I'm up here in Vancouver. It seems like all anyone talks about in hockey this season is the North Division. But people got gotta look at the LA Kings and see what they're doing, see the noise they're making, because. We've talked about it. this team's gonna just gonna keep getting better with this rookie pool, and you gotta let the kids play. And again, it's not just let the kids. The the leaders of this team are playing great hockey as well, the best they've played in a while, and it's just awesome to see. But the way this team is playing, you just put some respect on this team the way they're playing. And all I see is them keeping this momentum going as they continue the road trip as they go to St. Louis for two huge hard-fought games against St. Louis, leading the division right now but they have injuries out the yin yang right now so many like i said earlier so this is going to be a tough matchup so your la kings are off to st louis now to take on the blues monday and wednesday monday a five o'clock puck drop pacific time wednesday a 6 30 puck drop pacific time so two huge games against the st louis blues coming up and then they got then they finished the road trip with two games against the minnesota wild back to back friday and saturday night so it's going to be interesting to see how the la kings play out this week a lot of hockey to be played uh this week for the kings and uh, hopefully hopefully you can get sean walker back but again the way this team is playing right now it's been so impressive to see them make changes throughout the lineup while continuously playing and battling hard and winning these games. It's been exciting to see, and I'm excited to see how they're going to come out against the St. Louis Blues here on Monday and Wednesday night. This has been episode 23 of season two of the Kingston. Thank you so much for joining us. Tweet at us at the Kingston THPN on Twitter or me, your host, Jordy Cunningham on Twitter at Cunningham Jordy. Let us know what you think. What do you think about how... I want to know what you think, how the Kings are playing right now, how they're going to play against St. Louis. Is the winning streak going to continue? How long is it going to go for? Tweet at us at the Kingston THPN or me, your host, Jordy Cunningham at Cunningham Jordy. Don't forget to follow the Kingston on Instagram as well at the Kingston THPN. Also, we're presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram at HockeyPodNet or on Facebook, just search the Hockey Podcast Network. Or on YouTube, just search the Hockey Podcast Network as well for all our great video footage around the network. And don't forget to check us out on Patreon for just $1. You can find all of our exclusive bonus content, including After Hours and so much more around the network. Oh, I also got to shout out Elijah of Stick and Rank Pod quickly. He put on a great event last night for the Hockey Podcast Network with... Uh, DraftKings, a bunch of people, personalities around the network were involved, so you can definitely go check that out online as well if you want to go re-watch that. I believe it's just at the Hockey Podcast Network's Twitter, at HockeyPodNet. And also, after you listen to this, don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, and review, not only to us here at the Kingston, but to every single podcast around the Hockey Podcast Network, because everyone's doing such a great job around here. Everyone's killing it. Everyone is doing an amazing job around the network and we're just going to continue to grow we're just going to continue to bring the coverage and the footage out here and just continue to get better here at the hockey podcast network so don't for after you listen to this 
like, rate, subscribe, and review, and go listen to all the great other podcasts around the Hockey Podcast Network, and like, rate, subscribe, and review to them as well. We, again, we have one for each team. Some teams have two. Again, we have two here for the LA Kings. We have two for the Red Wings. Go check them out, and go check out all of our original content here at the network as well. House of Hockey, Barcelona, or break down everything, so go check them out as well. Have a great week. Enjoy the LA Kings games this week. Enjoy all the hockey this week. Stay safe, wear your mask, and we will talk to you on Thursday for episode 24 of season 2 of the Kings. Network.